welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm still false, Kathy. <laughs> welcome to episode 231. Uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about Malifaux because uh, we got some questions about it. And I will be putting together some Malifaux stuff. Um, then we're also... And there's Kathy. She's in our chat. We love you, Kathy. We miss you. Miss um, And let's see. Uh, we got a couple of rants um, we're going to talk about. Uh, nerd rants. Not necessarily for me. No, not not from John this time. Um, uh, some stuff that's coming up. And um, let's see, what else are we going to do? We're going to put together some Malifaux models. John's going to teach me how not to lose my cool while putting them together. Um, and hopefully keep my calm. <laughs> Wish I'd known that coming in. I'd try to get my zen in a better spot. <laughs> you got alcohol. You're good. I do have alcohol. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get through the business. We want to thank Muse on Minis. Uh, guys, they're rebuilding their um, podcast page to make it a little bit easier. And it's taking a little bit longer because they hired someone else out to do it. And so um, you can find all of our stuff on the SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever and just go straight to that until Muse is back up. But uh, do check them out. Um, we also want to thank, uh, Parallel and War Games for Conquest, which, um, Jim will be painting up some Raptor Riders pretty soon. Um, let's see who else, uh, Midnight Heroes, uh, they will be at Warfare Weekend. And also if you like their cool <coughs> chibi stuff and the cool game, you also can get, uh, all their cool stuff with a discount code from us. Uh, we have, want to thank Turbo Dork. Um, they are doing some really cool stuff with paints right now. They've got some good color shift and good metallics. Mm -hmm. um, I will be using those to finish out that sword um, that I was working on. Still not done with it, but um, they got some cool stuff. They will be at Warfare Weekend also. Uh, we gave away the last discount code. I do have to give that discount code to the person that won it. I totally forgot about that. Uh, we want to thank Mini Masterworks uh, and check them out and make sure that they, you go and get what you can from them. I still have not used the uh, water-activated color pencils yet. I've, I'm trying to figure out something to use them on. I just haven't found something that I really, really want to test them out on. Um, I may do that when I get my Orgoth models um, from Privateer Press. Do like some rusty theme on them because they're seafaring. Maybe do some rust on them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Haven't decided yet. Um, did I miss anybody? Turbo Dork, Midnight Heroes, Parabellum, Muse on Minis. I got everybody, didn't I? I think you did. Man. Um, do we have any shout-outs this week? Uh, honestly, we're so fuckery, I don't even have a chance to take a look. I know people unfortunately passed, and I'm sure there was a big name I missed, but... I didn't didn't see or hear of anybody not that there wasn't if there's somebody that we miss let us know we will give them a shout out but we'll give a shout out to all the people that listen um and give all the cool stuff we appreciate you listening and finding us and hanging out uh, mm -hmm. we do have uh four three other podcasts actually we now have four podcasts that uh share our network now um we have uh, Tried and True, which is a War Machine and Hordes group based out of uh, the Delaware area. Uh, they're doing really good community stuff. Uh, really good people. Really nice. Really fun. Um, they're actually doing a lot of cool stuff for their local metas. 
and stores like they hop from store to store like Monday's this store Tuesday's this store and they do a lot of helping out they're really good bunch of people uh, quite a few of them are coming to Warfare Weekend we have uh, the Boker Brawl people they have a small little podcast where they talk about stuff more War Machine-esque but they also talk about like judging and running stuff and events um, pretty funny crew um, we have of course the Minority Report which uh, those guys are hilarious um, and then we have my new one that I'm working with a friend of mine on, uh, doing Warcaster stuff. So, um, and our next one, um, I'm building off of what we did community support and bringing it and pitching it towards more of a Warcaster feel type thing. Um, so got so much stuff. Um, John's RPG did in this last week. The finale was. I haven't had a chance to listen. Hopefully, everybody died a glorious death. Uh, no spoilers yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that is uh, concluded. I do have a podcast. I do have an RPG that I'm hoping concludes this tomorrow. And I'll be posting that up. And it's like five episodes. They're only about like two hours a piece. And we're hoping to start another one here soon. Uh, no nickname Frank has just gotten done with his training. Let me see if he's interested in becoming our fourth. If not, we got to find a fourth. And then I've got a couple different ideas we're talking about. So we'll see. Got any, uh, got any, give us a teaser of what you're thinking about? Nope. No teasers. No teasers? Damn it. Okay. Oh, I forgot to say, I did get to play, you know, in an RPG. And so I get to play it again this week. And What's I like? love playing my goblin. <laughs> What's that like? I know. <laughs> Everybody's like, how long has it been since you played an RPG, Gonzo? I says, well, I've, I played it in like an episode or like a couple of hours, but I've never played in a campaign and like had a full-fledged character or whatever. And I'm like, well, when was the last time you did that? I was married. Years? Yeah, I was married last time that happened, so it was a while. <laughs> 20 plus years? <laughs> <sighs> so uh, let's go down to the real juicy bits. Jim, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, we got ourselves some cranberry ginger ale and rum. Okay. John? Uh, didn't have cherry Coke in the uh, bottle, so I didn't want to get a two liter. So I have Coke with uh, Evan Williams cherry rum or cherry whiskey rum. I am drinking what kind of looks like a really dark scotch or a bourbon, but I'm doing a Taylor Flaggates port. I was like, you know what? I really would like some port. So Why? it's a 20 year old port. I love port. Port's okay. great. Sure. <laughs> you got a boat. Port's great. <laughs> so guys, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you coming out. We appreciate you hanging out. Uh, if you don't do this live, make sure you come check us out live. We answer all questions, get everything going in here. Um, please take care of yourself. Please look after each other. Quit yucking on people's yum. And just enjoy what we've got. Let people have their fun. Cheers. 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 Oh, holy shit, that's fucking good. Hold on. Fucking hey, hold on. Apparently this is the Gonzo Wants to Drink More Ooh. podcast. I haven't had port in a while. I forgot how good that shit is. Nice and good burn. Hey, Hittenby. Um, I'm going to go off with this one rant. And, and, it, it, and, it, and, it's just, and it's a spoiler. 
but it's it's all over the internet. So if you don't like, if you haven't seen the newest episode of She Hulk, it. We're gonna do this now. Oh, I'm I'm gonna do it now now because this pisses me off. (sighs) Um. So there was an after credit scene of She Hulk. We'll discuss the episode during the media section, but there was an after credit scene where She Hulk twerks. You know what? People are up in arms all about this and are going all off on these people and are just being saying how it's ruining the Marvel Universe. And I'm like, okay, one, it's an after credit scene. They've always been stupid and silly. Three, who gives a fucking shit? Who cares? I mean, okay, let's talk about all the other people that have twerked or danced in the MCU. no, 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 easier. So you're here to tell me. You're upset about a comedic scene at the end of the comedic series. That's what you're <laughs> upset about, Internet? There yeah. are better things you're upset about. Go, Jesus, go fuck yourself. I mean... There's no problem with that. It's a comedic series. I'm twerking clearly. right now. There you go. Jim's twerking <laughs> right now. I mean, this it's was ridiculous. Okay. If, if you have a problem with it, it's probably not that it's twerking. You probably have other deeper problems you need to look Correct. at. Correct. Was it silly and kind of stupid and goofy? Fuck yeah, because yes. that's what She-Hulk is supposed to be. Yes. There's there, there's some seriousness in there, but she's a fourth wall breaker. Yeah. She, she she's she's a calm Deadpool in that aspect. Yeah. She she breaks the fourth wall, and I'll tell you right now, if it was Deadpool twerking with this this uh lady, nobody would have said a damn thing about it. Nope. Not not one fucking word. They did. They they hooted and hollered when Baron Zemo danced, and he danced like a piece of you know. He he he, he white boyed it, but he did a good white boy. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Still, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This, if if that's your problem, you've got other problems you need to look into because it's it's not that she's twerking, and like I said, in the comedic series, and and for everyone who says like, oh, you know, Disney's really shitting the bed with this stuff, like. Mm-mm. Really? Maybe you're not really a fan. Maybe you're more of an action movie fan. You should watch action movies. Yes. But it's clear you're not looking for a wider thing. Because what they're taking this is they're taking the Marvel Universe and they're giving you a wide diversity of type of show. Yeah. And hey, that's great. Um, You all are obviously not old school fans who remember when, you know, the best Marvel superhero movie was... Oh, Jesus. Pre-Iron Man, there wasn't the best Marvel superhero movie. Maybe, uh, oh, no, I mean, I guess technically you get the Spider-Man movies, like X-Men, when that was the best you got, and those were fine. Or pre-that, when, like, you didn't get superhero movies. You got Superman the movie, which doesn't always hold up. Or, you know, the first Michael Keaton Batman. But that's still talking, you know, late 80s. Like 90-ish almost. Somebody was saying like they would never make She-Hulk twerk in the comic. And somebody brought up this picture of She-Hulk jump roping naked in the yeah, comic. Yeah, you're no, you're just... You're, you're, also, you're this isn't the comics. Shit. Yeah. This isn't the comics. Like, it's, it's okay. Get over yeah. yourself. It's ridiculous. It is a but, comedy series. Fine. You don't have to watch it. Yeah. A friend, of, like a friend it. of mine was like, you know, I finally figured out... Not I that I friend. didn't like She-Hulk. I finally figured out why She-Hulk is the way it is. Because She-Hulk is not a serious superhero show. It's a comedy superhero show. And now I get it. Now I enjoy it. I know exactly which friend you're talking about. Yeah. Because he was like, he was like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
He goes, I get it now. And I'm like, yeah, you're not supposed to. You're, this is not supposed to be yeah, Doctor so, Strange, you know. But let's talk about this on, on the bigger level is stop just hating on the things. You can go like, huh, I don't like it. I mean, I'll be on Twitter and I'll be like, someone will post like, I love this. And I'm like, hey, no, you know what? He's not asking for opinions. Doesn't need mine. I'm out. I don't need to share it. He's not, they're not asking. If they ask, sure, I'll give it an yeah. opinion. But you also should try and phrase your opinion in a nice way. Someone posted a picture from the Batman or a scene from the Batman, which we know Gans and I have differing opinions on. Correct. I thought it was more on the mess side and he fucking loved it. Yeah. But the scene they showed was the ending where, you know, uh, Batman's putting the person on the stretcher and the person doesn't want to let him go because they're scared, but they feel better when he's there. And I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking great scene. Mm-hmm. There's some great scenes in those, you know. You don't have to like the whole movie to go like, yes, sir. You posted a great scene in that movie as one of the ones that like is a couple performances, performances and scenes in the Batman that are amazing. You can. You don't have to be binary. You don't have to fully hate or fully love anything. You can be critical of it. Both ways, you can have something you don't like or like, I don't like this, but I like this part of it. Um, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with John on all this because there's another thing that came up. And it really kind of pissed me off because now everybody knows that I don't give a crap about 40K. Don't like playing it. Don't whatever. It's, you know, it's just not my thing. But we've got to stop shitting on other people liking other things yeah. within reason. Don't get me wrong. If you like something that's something super shitty, I'm going to shit on you because that's a different We're talking story. about games and hobbies yeah. and stuff. But less, we're talking about moral things. Yeah, we're not talking about moral things. And this is this is stuff that really irks the crap out of me. I remember growing up and getting my ass kicked because I liked reading Dragonlance books. And the the kid beat me up and destroyed my Dragonlance book. Devastating to me. We don't need to tear down each other nerds. Hmm. At all. We you don't need to tear down you don't need to tear down nod nerds either. Let's correct. let's be honest. Correct. But I mean, we need to stop that. If someone likes something that you don't like, it's don't funny. tear them down for it. Now, if they no. ask your opinion why you don't play that, give it a good, them. yeah, give it to them and get a good constructive. You know, it, don't call them when you when someone asks for your opinion. You, you don't have to be constructive, but don't attack them. For Correct. It. I guess that's the best way to put it. Don't be don't yes. don't attack them. Going well, you're just a piece of shit because you play this. I'm like, no. That's that's but not you, how you do it. You, you can be witty, like I mean, I only play good games. You know, before you solve a bit. Or, you know, we used to call 40K shoots and ladders as a joke in the GW days. We, we would be in the GWs for calling 40K shoots and ladders yeah. compared to fantasy. You, you can make a joke out of it. You can do it. You can give them actual feedback. Like, I don't want to use that many models. Uh, I don't like how binary it is. You got the first turn. You're going to fucking murder half of my troops, and it's not going to be fun for me. Those are all fair. You can even just say, I don't like the grim dark governance of it. There's a lot of things you can say. Just don't attack somebody for liking it. Yeah, don't attack the person. Yeah. There is no need to attack the person. I said for everything, don't attack the person, attack the argument. If they yeah. say, some one of my buddies says 40K is the best game, and I'm like, it's really not. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and the thing is, is... I'm glad you like it. I'm happy that you like it. I'm not going to play it. If they come in, it's like, well, why don't you play it with me? I'm like, uh, I don't well, I'm not going to spend the money to... I'm just not my game. Yeah. I, my I will champion you to play it yeah. as much as you want, and I will do everything do it but it's nothing i'm going to go over 
Hinton, you're in the wrong podcast for that one today, <laughs> unfortunately, but I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, the thing yeah, is, so, like, I say a lot, I've said it before, is someone posted once on Twitter, like, how much they love the original trilogy of Star Wars. Or mm-hmm. not the original, the, uh, the prequel trilogy of Star Wars. And I said, you know, I'm not the fan you are, but I love how much you love it. Yes. It doesn't affect me. Someone loves something I don't like, it's, that's fine. Some things have haven't got, even gotten me to um, reevaluate my opinion on something. You know, sometimes you hear someone analyze something and they may be taking, pulling it out of their ass or whatever. Um, there's a Jill Barrett who I've talked about before does a mostly stage fighting. And she talked about the mostly the lightsaber fighting in the Obi-Wan series. I'm not going to spoil it, but it was great. Like her breakdown of it. I don't know if it's what they intended. <clears throat> if it is... More power to him. If not, still great on her for looking at that. But I like to think they actually did break it down like that. There's some good stuff there, you know? Even if you don't necessarily like the content, you can sometimes appreciate the idea behind it. Yeah, I mean, there's. I've just been seeing too much hate lately. Yep. And it's been really pissing me off. And a lot of nerd <clears throat> raiding hate. Don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with saying, <clears throat> I didn't like this because they didn't follow the way the book went. I get that. That's fair. That is a fair assumption I mean, the you, way you go with it. You could not like a great movie like Ready Player One because it didn't follow the book the way you wanted to, and that's Correct. okay. But I, I don't go around, you know, we jokingly joke about it. Yes. We joke because we're friends and we do that. But I'm not going to sit there and when someone says, you know, Ready Player One was the greatest thing in the world, and I just tear into them and tear into no. them. And the thing is, it's not that I didn't like it so much. I just wish they would have gone with the book because mm. I would I wanted to see the book in movie form. He had expectations. They were not met. Correct. That's fine. And, and it's know, still the ending scene is still a great fun scene yeah. because, I mean, giant robots and everybody else doing cool shit. But yeah, the bigger thing is, like you said, there's a lot of hate out there and it's it's not getting better yet. It's going to be a while. Correct. I mean, some, some political things have happened this week that are hilarious to me in all the wrong ways, but it's going to keep there. And how we how we fight it is not letting it affect the rest of our lives. Yeah. Don't let the hatred and everything affect your normal life with other nerds and all, you know, if someone comes in and loves something, that's cool. You know, I'm willing to talk rationally about things, tell the parts I like, you know, it's easier to be positive about something until someone really tries to hit you on what you didn't like. And then, you know, then to be negative all the time. And the one thing that that really gets me more than anything is the, the the gaming tabletop community is a very small community when you think about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of us, but we're very small compared to a lot of other communities that are out there. And when if you're at a game store or on Discord or Twitter or whatever, and you're just beating the crap out of somebody and being very hateful, you're ruining the community and stopping people. Mm-hmm. And we need to build the community more than anything else. Yep. There is nothing that ruins a game community than more kicking than hate people out. Money. Yep. That that could have been in. Yep, gatekeeping is bad. The only people we keep we kick out at the gate are those fucking hateful people. I mean, there's that, and we even give them a chance, but they get one chance. It it just kind of it, it really irked me this week because I saw that a lot, and I'm like, there there shouldn't be an issue. And it's in everything, you know. You know, there was a a thread on Twitter. People's like, you know what's your favorite D&D? And literally they didn't put 4th edition in there. I'm like, and this one's like, why didn't you put 4th edition? It's like, well, I've never heard anyone who actually likes it. I'm like, well, now you have. I like it. Like what it brought to the game. It's perfect for my group. Yeah. 
And you know just... what? To their credit, the people didn't shit all over their opinion. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Because that's a fair opinion, you know? If it's perfect for your group, it's perfect for your group. Doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Correct. Don't care what anyone else thinks. And that's, you'll find if you don't care about what anyone else thinks, and in a general sense, obviously you care about your inner circle and all that a little bit. Yeah. But if you don't care about them, you also find yourself easier to not just shit on it when someone else likes something you don't. Like, you know, my buddy goes, 40K is the greatest game. Cool. You know, what else? He's like, I'll bring an army. Would you play? Sure. If you want to play, I'll, I'll play. You know, it's not like it's like fucking painful for me to play a game. <laughs> you know and if you see your friends being shitty call them out yes always call call everyone on their bullshit they may not realize it they may have had a bad week it's not everyone can have a you know can 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 compartmentalize and 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 take that bad week and not throw it on other people not everyone can do that it, it, it reminds me and it always gets me every time someone does that and someone doesn't say something it reminds me of black panther we don't do that here yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just I'm call like, them out. We don't do that I, here. I tell my friends and people at work that like if you see me saying something like that, fucking call me out. I'm probably just having a bad day. Yeah, because if you see, especially somebody you know, talking super negative, being complete shit, say hey, you either need to and, step back, or you need to get your check. You need to check yourself because we don't do that around here. We don't shit on people for yeah. stupid reasons. Yeah, and, and that's why I use the voice whenever I'm making fun of something like that so people realize I'm being silly. Yeah. There's there's a so, whole difference. Like I said, someone asked me for my opinion of why I don't play this, I'll give it yeah. to them. But if I'm sitting at the game store and I'm playing a game and they're playing another game, I'm not going to tear into them for not doing that because I, I, this happened, not me personally, but happened at a game store recently and these guys were playing... Uh, the beta of Warcaster and a bunch of 40 K guys came in and ripped on them. And we're like, dude, we played five games to your one, you know, and they were just kept on ripping on them. And I'm like, you don't need to rip on those people. If they enjoyed beta testing yeah. this fucking game, let them do it. Yeah. Don't be that asshole. Who cares? Yeah. Again, people are having fun. If they're having fun, their fun is infectious in a general sense. You will have fun because they're having fun. Yeah. And if you find yourself at a gaming table and people are having fun and laughing and having a good time and you're getting angry, you probably shouldn't be gaming. You probably should be at home sorting out whatever underlying problems you have that are causing that issue. I have it sometimes. I'm not going to lie. There is sometimes a, you got to walk away. There was a guy in my meta and um, anytime something really cool happened, he would high five the other person, even if it was something really cool that like wiped out his entire unit. He was like, dude, that was an awesome role. Awesome tactic. High five, you know, congratulating him for doing something really cool. And you should, because, you know, if, if it's just me rolling dice and going, it's dead. I missed. It's dead. I missed. But you pull off something really cool and it makes it look neat and the game makes it fun. And you like you wipe me off the table without being a dick. Yeah, kudos to you. You did what awesome. you were supposed to do. Yeah. Good job. And I, I, will, I think sometimes I will shake your hand we all it. take it too seriously. You know, yeah. we we want the challenge of it. We want the tactical challenge, but sometimes your brain goes too far into it, thinking it has to win. And I I'm trying to get to the point where I don't need to win. I just want to have fun. You know, I played uh, Mech Warrior online the other night uh, by myself. No one else was. You know, my unit was there to play, and like I didn't necessarily do great. But I had fun with all the games, so it didn't fucking matter what the results were. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, get to stomp around, shoot some stuff. Cool. That's what matters. Having fun. Remember? You know, 
if you're playing a game and it's not fun, is it really a game? Because that's sort of the starting point for games is fun. Doing cool shit because we can't do cool shit in real life. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, exactly. So, there you go. There's our, another rant. There's two down. Yeah. And, and <laughs> those also go in with some of the other ones because they're... There is too much hate to be going around right now that just irks the crap out of me. Yep. Don't get me wrong. If you don't like something, fine. But don't yuck on someone's yum. And I, I, I use that a lot now, thanks to John, because John gave me hey, that phrase a long is. time ago. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we were trying uh, back in the, the one of the iterations of Pain Without John to do let people have their fun. COVID sort of put a bullet in that. But we should get back to that. Let people have their fun. Yeah, and like I said, there's a difference between you ask my opinion and I yuck on it. I actually do have a model that'll work with that that I'm sending to you. Do what? I have one of the alt poses for a model that'll work with that crew that I'm sending to you as well. Oh. So I already sure opened this up. You don't need to send me any models. <laughs> uh, I have a question. John. I have an answer. What the hell are these? Those are cards. The... Violation of magic, the so, limitations. So, so what it'll do, a model gains its ability, consumed by fire. Cool. So, when you do something, it'll tell you to attach that upgrade to somebody. Okay. It's probably a summoning thing. Probably she can summon models somehow. And then, uh, well, let me actually, I'll take a look on the phone while I'm looking at that. So a lot of the upgrades, since we didn't talk about it much when we talked about it, and again, sorry, Hinton, you show up and we're talking about a game. <laughs> yeah. so sorry, Hinton, my apologies. love you, but uh, these came in and I wanted to show them off and I wanted to put them together. Yeah. yeah. And, no, he's fine. He's. I appreciate his... Uh... Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Um, I want to put... Look, these guys are going to be super hard to put together. You clip them off and then put them on the base. Yeah, I think even you can handle that. I think I can. Um... John, does plastic glue work with these? And do you recommend plastic glue over? Yes and uh, yes. Okay. Now, there's some parts you will not want to uh, use uh, uh, plastic glue on just because you want it to, to glue quicker or differently. Gotcha. So keep that in mind. Let's see here. So fucking tiny. I'm going to do the effigy because I love this model. I wish it was standing and not kneeling, though. Okay. So she's got a uh, attack called Scorch the Soul. Um, da, 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 da. If this kills a target, summon a Witchling model with equal or lower cost on a target with an enchant- enthralled upgrade attached into base contact with the target. So that's when you'll use that particular uh, upgrade. Gotcha. When you kill somebody with the Scorch the Soul ability. And most of them are like that. If you see upgrades that seem like weird, usually it's one person in that crew can attach them. Gotcha. I just saw it on there. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yep. So, so the the correction I have to make from last week is I was uh, Legion brought up what if someone has two keywords. And I said, I don't think people do. Actually, they do. There's at least two masters that have two keywords. And you can use both those keywords interchangeably for hiring models. So the one he was talking about was English Ivan has um, um, DUA, Department of Ungentlemanly Affairs, uh, <laughs> and uh, another one. 
And yes, you can do both of those. Uh, like I have Jan Lowe. Jan Lowe is both retainer and ancestor. You can have them interchangeably. Ooh, so um, basing-wise, these bases are kind of weird because they have indented in here. Not a big deal. But I'm going to use the old uh, awesome gem cork to make some bases. But I'm going to wait until I get all my models. Why is that weird? Well, this, this I've never seen them with this, this much mean, indent in them. It's almost the, the exact same as War Machine, dog. Yeah, I think this is deeper. Negatory. Is it not? It just feels weird. Oh, here's a, here's a War Machine base. Come here, motherfucker. No, oh, yeah, it's deeper. Maybe a little bit, not much. It's deeper. That's what she said. So. Um, okay, so I'm going to try to put these together without killing somebody. Um, John, how do you do that? Um, uh, really sharp knife. <laughs> sounds, sounds, uh, opposite, but, uh, you want a really sharp knife for a lot of those is cause no, no, that's no, stop. That's not, if you have to put that much pressure on your knife's not sharp enough I'm because you're going to be on small parts. No, no, it's not that. It's that you're going to be on small parts and you're going to break them. I'll get down here to this part. So you want a sharper knife. I just, I, the tip is the tip area is really bad. It hurts I, my soul. I know. I hurt your soul no matter what. No, this is really hurting my soul. <laughs> um. So I had a question, and I guess this is just going to be when learning the game. There is a ton of symbols on here. I don't know if you can see it because this is kind of hard. Um. Actually, we can want like a book. This. And it's like nuclear explosions. All right. Um, so just curious. Because I know that some people are going to ask those questions. Yep, yep. Um, let me go into the Skype Rooney. And let's change something to... Oh, is it? Oh, I can't use it. It's not actually... Is that not working? No. What? It is not recognizing my other camera. That's weird. So, we're going to jury rig something, I guess. Let's see. Okay, get that to work. Hold on. While I try and... Oh, I'm on your super duper. Alright. I'm turning the lights. Dim the lights. Here we go. I'm trying to do this out taking a, taking a lot of time. So oh, oops, upside down, of course. Okay. Right, this is probably not going to work because it's not going to focus right. Oh, it's also mirrored. Never mind. All right, that's not going to work at all. <laughs> well, just kind Sorry, of uh, Yeah, well, I wanted to use the, the visual of it, but um, unfortunately... It's not recognizing my paint camera, which means I need to fix that. So, um, this is me. Why is my camera not working? Should be working now. Um, actually, go ahead and talk about something for a second. I'm gonna see if I can get my camera to work real quick. Okay, so I do have no fucking clue what the story is behind these guys. I have no clue. What these people do, what their abilities do. I just saw a flaming skeleton and a chick with a sword. 
I'm in. So that was the only reason why I picked this up. Um, I know that there's a couple other people that are going to be uh, possibly playing this just to have a little fun. I mean, and I was okay with the cost. So I was like, oh, yeah, I can deal with this. Oh, as I burp. Um, so I decided to pick this up. And now I'm trying to figure out where everything goes. Because I can't tell with this model because it's super freaking tiny. I can tell that that sits flat. And that's a hip. Yeah, because there's a foot. There's a leg. So... Holy free holies. That's one. I gotta look at the box. There should be assembly instructions with this. <laughs> oh, okay, now I see. goes a little something like this. So. But, um, <clears throat> I'll probably get a couple. Oh, that was things. just to unplug and replug it. Oh, okay, that's good. Let's see if that works. No, no, Skype's not communicating. Come on, Skype. I mentioned how much I love Skype. Yeah, I think you think it's the you know the ninth wonder of the world. All right, it's not working still. All right, one second. This is probably where the super glue came in effect better. Hold still, don't move. Everybody be very, very quiet. It's actually Sorry. Hold. Trying to get stuff to work. What was this episode 250 something the silent podcast <laughs> yeah basically as john tries to get stuff done and i'm trying to hear trying to get things to settle down i think my plastic glue is kind of like plastic okay let's switch cameras on me let's see which camera we got now i'm going to use the testers okay hi ford Wait and see if it catches up or not. Right now, I'm just getting the S. We're not getting anything. It could take a minute. 
shouldn't take that long. So, um, I got these models. I'm digging them so far. Man, it's it's so weird how tiny they are compared to everything else I've been playing with. Uh, everything else has been so beefy and big that it's... I forget how tiny Malifaux models are. I blame John for that. There we go. There's something at least. I'll try and bring up what, I, what I'm seeing because it's hard to... Uh run on delay here all right so there's mine so a bunch of different abilities on cards kind of see a card here i'm gonna make me a big screen hold on let me put me me, me big screen you normally i just use my hobby cam but apparently it decides it doesn't want to work okay Yay. Just making do with what I can here. Wait, then Gonzo. Yeah, I'm trying to... It's still you, by the way, Gonzo. I know. I've, I've got to put you in front. There you go. Got to focus. Yeah, I mean, I can only do so much focus on it. Okay. There's something at least. Maybe actually too much light. We see if that helps at all. No, it's not wanting to focus on it. Nope. Nope, it's not focused because of all the stuff around. Yeah, maybe focusing on underneath. Get trying to wear off the table. See if I keep my underwear on the table. This is a rag for cleaning the glasses. Jackass. Jackass. <laughs> All right, so. Something like that. So you can kind of see a bit. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, just don't move it and it'll, it'll focus in. Move your okay, hand. Okay, so I'm going to move it down a little bit. You need to see the top a little bit to start. What it is, is John's trying to get these symbols because there's a ton of symbols on these cards that I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? It's funny that it was doing better with my hands on there. (laughs) In any case, you know, obviously, it'll come through. Model's name, it's type, and since it's a minion, how many it can have. Oh, really? (laughs) This fucking, this pissing me off a lot. There we go. Then it's keyword there, retainer, opposite side. You see the cost. It's pretty clearly denoted. I'm just going through it all because it's here. Defense, willpower, the faction, the symbol there. Movement and size. And then it doesn't again. Then there's a bunch of abilities, but what he's talking about is sort of like at the bottom here. There is, if you look at the empty vessel upgrade, it has a little plus there. So it says, uh, you know, receives a plus to its duel. Plus means you flip an extra card. Uh, we talked about that a little bit last week. You flip an extra card and you'll add, and you'll get to choose which one you use. So rather than flipping, if you're a negative, it'll equal out to a straight up flip. If you're um, positive, it'll be extra positive. 
if you're even, you get one positive. And again, as long as it's positive, you'll get to choose which card. Then also he's talking about in the back here. So you'll see with the like the staggering punch, you'll say target suffers two, three, four damage. That's the type. So you flip a card, whether it's um, light, moderate, or severe damage. And then the the mask symbol next coordinate attack means if your attack hit is a mask symbol, you can trigger trigger that ability if you want. Then if it's the cross feathers is the crow, you get that one instead. You can trigger that. Or if somehow you end up with both, which is possible through various means, you can choose one or the other. And then I don't know if I have, let me see if I've got anyone handy that has like a blast or something. I don't have a ton of cards handy. Um, let me grab some. Look, some crazy person sent me a guild faction pack I don't need. I don't know who the crazy good. person is. Uh-huh. Um, let's see if I can find one real quick. Actually, you know, I should probably just find uh, Sonia here. The one downside is, like, when you get all your stuff together, there's a shit ton of cards. I am still going through to try and find purified flame. Does it not have fish Sonya? It should be right around here because there's all the witchlings and shit. Really? Witch Sonya. So, I mean, but like the symbols, once you get to know what the symbols are, they become easy to figure oh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's easy to figure out because literally it's just, you know, the basic symbols. I don't know why it's now suddenly not focusing, but okay, sure. Come on. Focus. Night, Kathy. Night, Kathy. There we go. Okay, so the other ones he's talking about are, say, Flame Burst. It has two explosion, three explosion, and five explosion, explosion. That's how many blast markers you get to put down with that attack. If you do light damage, you, you put down one blast marker, and that's in base with the model you attacked. So the model will take two, then the blast model, since there's no lower damage, just take one. With the moderate, the target would take three, and then anyone under the blast marker would take one lower damage, so two. That's fun. And then with the five blast blast, you put down two. The first, each one has to be in base of the model or the blast marker that you put down previously. And then the person you hit takes five, everyone else would take three. And then also it says model, same as you can bring plus one. So there's that. And then the other one is down under tactical action, smoldering soul. There is a circle black circle with a person icon in there you can't really see that's a person but it's a person icon in there three inches that means anyone within three inches including this model do whatever it says they're all affected by it because it's a it's an aura 
So everyone's in range for that. Um, by comparison, let me see if I can find a pulse, which is very similar. But of course, here we go. If you look at his draw essence at the bottom, really? Come on. There we go. Maybe fucked it up again. The draw essence has sort of like the person in parentheses with three. That means it's a pulse from this person. So this person's not affected by it, but everyone else in that area would be affected by it. This is all explained in the rule book, but sometimes it's easier to get someone to tell you how it works. Do you have any more questions, Hanzo? That was about it. Because okay. I was like, there was just a ton of stuff. There is. There's a ton of stuff. It's, uh, it's a lot. And all that, just for that. I'll have to figure out how many other make my other camera work again soon. <laughs> you can make me not big now. Hold on, I just put some. Put away your cards and send it back to you. But yeah, it's just with a lot of little stuff. None of it's really difficult at all. It's just you know, experience is a lot better. All right, this camera back. Any other Malva questions? Mizzy? That was about it on my end. This is why we keep everything around because sometimes you might need another webcam holder because your webcam's not working. I don't know why it hasn't changed you back yet, but it always takes in dumb Skype. I think I was trying to share my screen, which wouldn't have helped at all. All right. No questions. Okay, cool. So there you go. And I do have everything getting together. Mizzy, I've got a, a bunch of stuff on my, well, minus one on my table to pack up and send to uh, Gonzo. Then he'll give you your stuff. No. And why is it still not? Come on, Skype. Why are you suck, Skype? Switch it over and switch it back again. Shouldn't fucking have to. Shouldn't. <laughs> really shouldn't have to. <clears throat> to be fair, I also shouldn't have to fucking unhook and rehook my camera. But hey, Skype, I bet money. If I look in here, it probably have. I can probably find it on my sound stuff. Let's see. No, it's not registering at all. Okay, cool. Thanks. All right. If he doesn't, he'll tell me. Good. Good. Okay. Yeah, it usually just takes a second. Yeah. So uh, I, I joke that, you know, this is super hard to put together. And really, they aren't. They're just super tiny. There are instructions on the website, too, if you need. if you Like, if you start a model, you're like, I'm not sure. There are instructions for everyone on their website. Correct. They don't put them in the boxes anymore to save on printing, which I understand. A lot of people are doing the model that prices route. protocol where they're like, um, where they're like, uh, you know, Marvel puts the the sheet in, but then has a QR code to the direct instructions. I'm like, that's cool and all, but you're not saving anything. Not if you have to put a sheet. Just print in the fucking own. instructions. 
One done. <laughs> yeah, my dogs are yeah, they're, again. They're, they're, they're for the most part they're not hard, and actually some of the newer ones are easier. They've gotten a little more. I guess whoever chooses how they're cut. And spoiler, people like weird miniatures does not actually get to choose how they're cut most of the time. You know, it's whoever's making the plastic mold in China gets to choose how it's fucking cut a lot of times. And Sonya is a very thin character anyway. She's not, you know... Yeah. She's not, you know, super bulky like uh, Samuel Hopkins. He's got some he's got some thickness to him, so it'd be easier to put together. She's a very thin model. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be hard. It, it's just a little fiddly type thing. So other than that... Yeah, a lot of them are a little fiddly. I mean, the older ones are more fiddly than the newer ones, like I said. Uh, like the new Yanlo doesn't have the infamous Yanlo beard, where it's a wispy little beard. So... You know, it's got it more attached to his head. His beard is attached to his head? What the hell is wrong with that? Well, I mean, the other one was like, literally, his little wispy beard was a separate part. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard the jokes about that. Yes. Type thing. But, um, no, it was just, it was like, they're, I mean, these things are, they're, they're smaller than what everybody's used to nowadays, I should say. Because everybody likes to make big, beefy models. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They're kind of on par with, uh, since Jim's been so quiet, the, the, the Middle Earth size. I think they, they're about comparison to Middle Earth size models. Well, they're probably true scale, I'm guessing. Just like the Lord of the Rings stuff is true scale, doesn't have the pumpkin heads and big hands. Uh, yeah, they're closer to true scale. I think they're still a little bit heroic at points, but they're mostly new scale, true scale. Yeah, some of their models are, but I mean, overall, I think they're true scale. They're not overly exaggerated or anything. Well, let's say what I hate. All right. Um, Banyan, I don't know what you're asking. Unless you're asking if they're, why is there the Kirai... And then Kirai, Envoy of the Court. In which case, if you read the book it came from, you would know. I covered it. It's actually just an alternate version. Uh, most of the Masters have two versions now. So you have a little more difference in how you play. Within the one Master. 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 It's funny how much more popular that song is now than it was. <laughs> I know why, even though I haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, that's that's why they have different rules. It's a different version. It's it's the whole Malifaux Burns storyline, if you will, their most recent one. What, what's their newest one? That's something new coming out. What's the new thing coming out, by the way? I mean, there's not really. I mean, it's already come out. I thought they were the most recent book. I mean, there's there's they have releases. They stagger them like anyone, but there's not like any new big thing coming out. Like I said, their, their book released months ago, maybe even almost close to a year, maybe not a year ago, maybe six months ago. I thought there was something new coming out, something we were talking about. New I don't think so. I mean, there are new masters, but that's in the book that came out like fucking six months ago plus. 
Not that, uh, you know, not brushhead Dave's had that book for a while. I just bought it uh, from TGI, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. Oh, sorry. oh we got some busy. Hey, Sarge, thanks for the bits. So, yeah, so I mean, if you guys have questions on Malifo, feel free to send them to me directly, either however you want to do it. John's the master. I don't know that, but I'm willing to research it. <laughs> you have no idea how far I go for random people's questions. I had someone I barely know on Twitter ask me some questions, and I, like, probably did a good 45 minutes of research to answer. But that's sort of what I did. That's what I do, you know? I find answers. I like, I like basic researches. So, you know, it's fun to a point. Yeah, so, so like uh, Hinton did in the fan, not everyone is, you know, gonna love the Malifaux. It's a very different game. Again, like we said, it's very scenario driven over kill each other driven, and uh, you know, still fun and a little weird with the card flips rather than dice rolls or something else. You just got to get used to it, and it can be more fair but oftentimes it'll end up being just a holy pain in the butt sometimes because you know if your opponent's got slightly better skill and you know i mean model skill you know if they're if their defense is six and your attacks a five you know and they're getting even with you you're just gonna miss all the time and it's gonna be frustrating but it's like any game and there are ways to mitigate it, but that's, you know, in learning how to play the game. There's a lot of basic actions models can take that you should not discount. Not every game has that. Sort of like in Marvel, Marvel Crisis Protocol, there is the shake action, which people generally only use to get rid of stagger because they have to. But you can shake bleed or any effect. Like, oh, I'm tired of being incinerated. I'll shake it. Just takes an action. Don't forget that stuff. The little stuff like that in games is what uh, sometimes makes it interesting. You know, the, the generic actions that maybe you don't always think about. If anything, it's what made uh, Infinity maybe a little too complicated because there were so many fucking actions. In Lord of the, the Rings, just because this guy has a shield, most people won't do the simple act of shielding. This guy has a shield if he's a grunt. Give him the two attacks. Yes, he can't kill his opponent if he wins, but he stays alive. And yep. since Lord of the Rings is very much an objective-slash-scenario-based game, and, and breaking is a big thing. I mean, you can get, you could win a game on your force being not broken and breaking the other guy. That just yep. means keeping your guys alive. Guess what? Use the stupid shield. You pay the points for it. Use the Absolutely. stupid shield. Yeah, people get people when they came out. They were so used to the fantasy stuff where the shield was just like part of the armor save or something. No, understand the rules of the game, you know, and and, and get those simple things: shielding, you know, having your spears and and pikes fight in multiple ranks and stuff. Remember that stuff; it can make a difference. And it's so for the people just they either avoid all the terrain or they put out boards that have no terrain on them when they don't understand that in lord of the rings if you push a guy off of a, a ledge he can die if you push him up against the wall he's trapped you have twice the chance of killing him 
So you don't, it's, it's not a just about whatever he's got in his hand. It's the situation you put the guys in with the supporting or with the surrounding all those things can have a huge influence and it's without actually having to change any stats on anybody. Which yep. is... And the terrain is actually a good point for every game. Um, since uh, Nova open just happened, uh, Bowie's there and Bowie's taking pictures and some of the terrain is just not enough for, you got to play your games enough terrain. Uh, Marvel was not great. 40 K was not great. Uh, Malifaux was, eh, it happened. It exists. They were slightly better on some of the Malifaux boards. How many pieces do you think like, a Malifaux board should oh, have? Lots. Should lots. Lots. Like, literally, I think they say, take a quarter of the board, fill it completely 100% with terrain. That should be spread out across the board. Um, but they also do a lot of the, the common problems. So a common, we could have a whole terrain episode and probably should. Yeah, eventually. A common... Should terrain problem is people put all the terrain around the edges and there's a big open area in the middle of the fight now while sure a lot of people would choose to fight there that's not really true what would happen is they would fight so that you have to go into the bad terrain to fight them so they'd be up against the edge of that woods so you have to come out of the woods at them so you know they got easy maneuvering but you've got to maneuver through woods you know there would be more of that so what you should do is you should try and make a terrain that's interesting um, you like to leave these long lanes of line of fire. No, no one should have long lanes of line of fire. It should be blocked lanes of line of fire. Because some of those games, yeah. like Infinity, oh yeah, War Machine and Hordes can have it at, at points. Um, Infinity had like they they have jokes of American style versus European style versus balanced style of tables. Yeah, you any game that you can shoot twenty four inches or further, you mm-hmm. need to have blocking line of sight. Infinity, uh, Warcaster, um, War Machine Hordes is a potential. Uh, Malifaux, yeah. some ranges of those. You need that. You have to have that. Yeah, Malifaux is a little easier because you could, if there's something to hide between between, it makes a heck of a difference suddenly. If there's concealment between you and the enemy, that though a lot of the snipers ignore it, but the 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 not snipers just happen to have the idle range of the guys wouldn't will have some issues but yeah you want to block it people love to just put the heavy big stuff around the edge like i got pictures here i'm not going to share them inherently of the marvel crisis protocol boards and they are terrible this one literally is three of the uh daily bugle style uh buildings two benches a car and a dumpster that no you can't play that. You've just consigned certain games to losses. Magneto is suddenly like, oh, losing this game. Not a train. You know, well, some of the other ones are a little better, but really you've got to, you got to figure it out for all the games. Yeah. Uh, learn the train. We, we discount terrain too much. We just throw it down and play. Because, I mean, back in the day, sure, playing on a flat plane thing was fine, but that's we're past that. No more. But expect that in a future future rants of of <laughs> more than dice. Yeah, we we should do we should do a episode on terrain and and break it down per game because some games. Let, let's point it out some because then I, I can go over to Marshall's house because Marshall has exquisite amounts of terrain to do and I can get him to set up like a Malifaux board, uh, a Necromunda board, and a 
Marvel Crisis Protocol board. I can get pictures so we can share them with everyone of like, these are more reasonable boards. So what do you say? Two weeks? Uh, more than that. Let's, let's. All right. Let me get the stuff together. Let me do some fucking work on this. My God. Or you can go actually make pictures <laughs> yourself of good terrain boards. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> I love you too. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should do that. We should show some good terrain type boards. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and switch over to the media section because I just realized it is past eight o'clock. That's well past eight o'clock. You were correct. One might say it's past nine o'clock. Yeah, it's some of those weird parts. Some of the might world. even say it's past ten. Yeah, depending More on like where you're, you're right. So, um, I have. Let's see. I think I said five or six. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. We kind of touched on a couple of them. Uh, yeah. So, you want you want to let's do one that we together. Let's go with She-Hulk. Okay. The newest episode. Uh, no spoilers. Spoiler, it's a comedy. It's a it's comedy. It's a comedy. I didn't have any problem with this one. This one was kind of fun. Um, I, I, I didn't have any problem with any of them. Yeah. This one, you know, it, it is what it is. I don't have any issues with it. Uh, I do love her little, you know, fourth wall breaking uh, mm-hmm. joke. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, I think they get just the right amount for the most part. Yeah. It, she's not breaking the fourth wall all the time. But oh, just, just, just like, once in a while. Yeah. To be fair, Deadpool kept it pretty reasonable, too, in his Correct. stuff. So. Yeah. And mm. only on good, you know, jokes or areas. Um, mm. I can tell that this is another, uh, I wouldn't say setup series, but it's setting up more stuff. Um, yeah, but it's telling its own story. Like, I yeah. know they're, they're, they have to do something with some of the characters because of what's coming up as a new series. That's vague. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't feel at any point like it was just doing that. Correct. It was doing that naturally as part of it. I mean, I'd like to see her, you know, in a serious role um, and see, you know, She-Hulk in a movie where she does some cool shit. Or, I mean, that might happen. You know, where she finally is like, she... okay, fuck it. You're fucking with my city. <laughs> I got to Hulk out and take care of you. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like where it's going right now. They're taking their time. It, this is definitely not going to be like necessarily a one and done series. Oh, you know, one season, we're done. Uh, they're, I think they're setting up to tell the story they want to tell and then be ready to do another one if they want to. Yeah. I, I So far, I'm liking it. I'm taking it for where it is. It's a comedy. It's a superhero comedy that doesn't take itself too seriously. And it is just shy of a sitcom. And I say that because sitcoms, the main feature to me is not knowing when to fucking end a joke. Yeah. While in this, they know when to end every joke and they end every joke at just about the right point. Yep. So enjoying the crap out of it. Uh, Jim, you got anything this week besides the one that we're all going to talk about? Um, Just the one that we're talking about. I'm going to talk about. Okay. Uh, John, do you have something else that we're not going to talk about? Um. One more uh, one thing I would bring up is there's actually a video from the Foo Fighters uh, tribute concert to uh, to Taylor Hawkins, their drummer. Um, there's a that. video of his son playing drums on uh, My Hero, and it's fucking like I'm not even the biggest fan of Foo Fighters. I think they're a solid band. I'm impressed they have put out such a solid quality of music for so long, and obviously. Um, 
Dave Grohl is a fucking legend. Um, but this is great. I mean, take a look at it. It's uh, it's it's really hard. I felt in the same way. So, and mostly what I'm doing is watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Um. So I finally got through, and I finished all the episodes I missed of the Orville. Watched it to the end of the last season that we have right now. Oh, I'm interested to hear this because I've heard some stuff. Um, you know, I I I, I like it better as a comedy Star Trek comedy series. But I know that they're not going to do that. He's play, He's actually doing it the way he wants. And I get it. Mm-hmm. And some of the episodes are really good, heartfelt and everything. But it's like, here's something super <clears throat> serious. You know, this is a very big problem with today's society. Poo-poo, pee-pee, fart, fart. I'm like, yeah, you just spoiled every bit of seriousness you had and thought into this episode because you pulled this stupid joke. And I'm like, and it's not even, and it's not even like comedy based around what it is. It's poo and pee, you know, poo and pee I mean, and fart jokes. Who's the showrunner again? Correct. But what I'm saying, if you're trying to make a serious, why are you surprised? Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I'm just like, I can't take it's it serious. Why I stopped watching Family Guy? Yeah, because they would occasionally go into some serious stuff, and then they would just twelve-year-old humor their way out of it. And I'm just I mean, like, uh, I'm not surprised. It is what it is. I, I tried to, you know, on the bits that were serious, they were good, but it was spoiled so much by just, and not even good humor. I don't mind. I don't mind a good fart joke, but I mean, it just wasn't good. And I was, I was like, yeah. Um, if it gets renewed for another season, I will be really surprised. Um, I mean, you can't tell because we only hear what we hear, but correct. based on what I have heard, I don't think it's, I don't think there's enough people who like it to keep it up, but I mean, yeah. it did get people watching it. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched it cause I wanted to see the whole thing and everybody says that some of the, you know, there's some really good episodes, but I really wish it would just stuck with the comedy. Because uh, even even as a serious like Star Trek show, when they try to be serious and you cut out the 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 bad jokes, it just felt cheesy. I mean, to be fair, I never watched it because I saw some clips and all, and I'm like, oh, some of these things look good, but all the humor looks just fucking dumb, and I don't want to see it. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's I like just... it's trying too hard at points to be Galaxy Quest, and it will never be Galaxy Quest. Yeah. And I think Seth MacFarlane only has was... two faces in this entire thing. Really squinty-eyed and sad and stoic. I mean, it's not like he's a good, not like he's a good actor. He's fine, but he's not like a good actor. Yeah, it was just like... He's no Anson Mount. So, I mean, I give this a meh. This gives me a 2.5 rating. The episodes, I should say, not episodes, the scenes that were good were pretty good. But it was ruined by baseless not even good humor and i was just like and like the world i'm just not really impressed by the world world making world building i guess you want to call it it's just it's just way too generic and way too meh so i didn't see this last night when we mentioned it apparently chadwick boseman won a posthumous uh emmy yes uh what if yeah, I saw that today too. That's super awesome. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so it gives me a two point five. 
I, I could sure. liver, you know, I don't care. I, d I would be surprised if it got renewed um, because I don't think it has a big enough following. And I think them moving over to a more serious show kind of lost what it was, in my opinion. Yeah. It lost, it lost, what it's lost its thing when it went serious. Lost what made it unique. Yeah. Which is funny because a lot of people didn't watch it because it was a comedy show and maybe gave it a chance there, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if the comedy they did see scared them off from it. So, it could be but we'll true, have to yeah. see. Uh, I'm still not going to watch it. I don't. I don't have a horse yeah. in that particular race because I'll spend the time watching Star Trek. Why are you making bad Star Trek when I can watch? And apologies if anyone doesn't like it. All the Star Trek out right now is pretty good. much good. Oh yeah. If I want comedy Star Trek. I'll watch Lower Decks. Yep. Spoiler, I'm probably not going to watch Lower Decks. <laughs> and I like Lower Decks. Lower, and Lower Decks is exactly doing what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yep, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. Which means that I only watch it in certain moods. And I'm apparently not in that mood too often anymore. What's wrong with me? <laughs> um, what else? Um, do you have anything that's not uh, Rings of Power? I mean, not really. Okay. Um... I'm going to go with something, and I watched it on a whim. I needed to take some time to work on some stuff. And, of course, I didn't do what I was supposed to do because I was having too much fun. And uh, Constantine is on Netflix, the Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and I like this because it is completely cheesy. Uh, I like Keanu Reeves in it as Constantine. And I can't remember the guy that plays Lucifer. But I love him in this. Uh, he is just so creepy and so icky is the best way to put it. Uh, Tilda Swinton is great as Michael. Um, everything else was great. Al Pacino. <laughs> no, it wasn't Al Pacino. <laughs> wrong movie, Mo. Hello, by the way, Mo. Yeah, that, um, he did play a good it, one in that one, but wrong movie. You, you want a funny story or a funny note? Uh, I own Constantine on Blu-ray. I haven't seen the movie. I like it. It's a lot of fun. There, there's some good scenes in it. Um Rumor is he's supposed to come back as Constantine. Um, they won't do it. There was the reason it didn't do well in the theaters is because he's, as far as the DC universe goes, he's not Constantine. Yeah, the and, other guy, and the live action Constantine from the show is fucking spot on. I and I like that show too. I was really upset when that got canceled because I was like, I was having fun with this. This was really cool. But I mean, I like it. it, it it's a, it's a good fun movie. Um, just sit back and chill turn the brain off type thing uh, it's on my watch list it's just you know it's on a it's on a blu-ray collection with the crow and spirit oh, the man. spirit probably in that one yeah. i bought a couple different collections at once because they had stuff i wanted to see yeah i mean i enjoy it, it, it it's like a, a one and a half type thing too maybe if you're pushing it there uh special effects are a little dated now but from the scenes i've seen it seems like a solid too yeah it's just a good show um, let's go with the big one. Cause I have one other, yeah, I have one more and, uh, we can talk about that after we go through this one. So spoiler, there may be differing opinions on this one. Yes. So, um, we are going to try, we will not spoil episode one and two. We will try to keep it as much spoiler free as possible. Um, but this is a hot topic right now. And this is one of my rants. Um, rings of power came out. And um, it got bomb reviewed. And so they had to stop the Amazon reviewing it. Or not Amazon. Uh, yeah. The Amazon yeah, reviewer. Amazon. Yeah. 
And it's it's getting review bombed everywhere, not just on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's getting review bombed everywhere, which is sucky because it doesn't give a true picture of what this is. No, and they've already gone into the like like uh, Rotten Tomatoes and looked at the demographic that review bombs certain things. It's the same demographic of yeah, probably. I can't. You can only say, but I mean, it's the same age demographic of you know thirty five to sixty year old white you know, or male, probably white. You know, and I can call out because I'm in that demographic myself, but, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's terrible. So the because story they... behind this, mm-hmm. and, and I, actually I'm going to let Jim go with this because he's more of the history buff on what the story is supposed to be about. Oh no, I, I, I think we should probably finish <laughs> why it was review bomb before we let Jim. I, I'll let you go with that then. <laughs> uh, so it was review bomb because people have a problem with people of color being, you know, various races of Middle Earth. It's yeah. that simple. African-American elves. I'm here to tell you, if you have that problem, don't point at Tolkien's lore or anything. You have a problem. You know? <laughs> Mose. <laughs> it's, it, it, it shouldn't be an issue, but it is. It is. Um, that's why they're bombing it, and I'm here to tell you, I don't think it did, I don't think that part detracted from the series at all. No. Um, I don't have any issues with uh, people of varying races playing different creatures yeah. from world because it's a fantasy world. Unless yeah. Tolkien says this person is a white guy that has black hair and, you know, is like super, super like, particular. And everybody of this race is like this. In which it. case you'd be you would have called him out long ago as something else. But. Yeah. I mean, in any case, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I think people have a problem with it. Need to get over themselves, but it's a common problem out there right now. Racism is not as dead as we thought. It is still alive, unfortunately. Yeah, and I think there, there's a lot of people that are re- uh, bombing it because it's not following everything to the book. And, and you can't. You can't. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll let Jim go for in a second, but uh, he has mentioned that it was glacially paced and. The books are just as glacially paced, if not more. So that scares me. Yeah. I I didn't have any problem with the pacing. I thought there was a lot of world building in this episode. And especially mm-hmm. the second episode, there's a, a ton of world building. I'm not going to lie. There were a couple parts in the first episode. I'm like, hmm, you could steal that for a D&D game. And that would be interesting. <laughs> so uh, let's go. This is an age old honorable tradition of stealing from Tolkien to make D&D. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim, what is the timeline that this is supposed to be in? And give us a, a little bit back history on that. Because I, I think a lot of people might be confused. Confused. and Because I was for a little bit, too. I'm not a huge history buff on Tolkien. Now, part of it is they're 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 essentially stuck in the Second Age. They're not allowed to use stuff from the Silmarillion. And obviously, Third Age stuff, they can't kind of use that either. So in some ways, they're stuck. The problem is they have about 3,800 years to work with, and they're sort of compressing that 3,800 years into about, like, two years. And and that's kind of where people, like, there's a, wait a minute, let's build this here. They're just, they're squeezing things together that just could have been just paced out a little bit longer, kind of show, like, how the elves really are eternal, where even the 200-year-old dwarves, 
they, they tried to suggest that in one of the episodes, passage of time, one species to another. I just we kind of thought here, well, they have this whole they have thousands of years to work with. But they said, we're, we're going to focus on like this 50 years. And that's it. Out of all of this time span, they they tried to do a little bit of setup, like, OK, mentioning the two trees and some of the other stuff. What do you see? They they couldn't really go beyond that because then they're getting into some some issues of legality there. So I could understand why they can't dive into a lot of this other stuff. Um, uh, I have a question for you though before you get too far. You mentioned that they couldn't do the Third Age and the Sumerian. Do we know why? Uh, just they only have the rights to the appendices and some of the other things. Uh, they don't have the right to the Silmarillion itself. And, and that's what people need to understand, because I heard about that and I didn't know it was true or not. And I was like, eh, some people are saying that they're probably right. Because, I mean, if you have if you can't use anything from that area or that thing and you don't have the rights to it, you can't even reference it for the most part. Yeah. Think of it like Marvel with what they had to do with Wanda and uh, Pietro in Avengers Age of Ultron. They couldn't use the Scarlet Witch as such at that point. They couldn't use Quicksilver as such at that point because the rights were in different areas. So it's sort of like that. There's a, and of course, even with the all of the all six of the Lord of the Rings movies, there's characters that I enjoy that aren't in there. I mean, even well, Glorfindel, he's in this. He was he was a big big deal in the War of the Ring, but he doesn't show up at all. He's not yeah, even they, mentioned in any of the six movies. Yeah, they then took him out for Arwen. Arwen took his spot in the part he would have been in in the movie. And I, I think one of the – and this is more the technical aspects or the, the nuts and bolts of a show is that people seem to teleport here. Like uh, <laughs> all of a sudden these guys literally take a hundreds-of-mile journey and it looks like they just walk down the block because they're wearing the same clothes. It's like they're having this five-minute conversation, and they have just literally walked from, like, my house to Gonzo's. And it's like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> how that, how did that happen? And I think and, a lot of that has to do is there is too much to tell, and you don't have a lot of telling in. And you don't need to have a lot of description of going, we walked 500 miles, so we're going to do 10 minutes of walking. That you they know, are or, trying to utilize the maps. So they've got maps of Middle I, Earth, and they'll, they'll just kind of show, well, here's where this is located, so at least you have some idea. Correct. I've liked that when they're when they're using the map as they're moving to show where they're going to, so you have an idea where it is. It still can get a little confusing, but I like that. It's, uh, yeah, unfortunately, when it comes to the lore, they're, they're going to have people doing stuff that they never did and people doing yep. stuff together that, and they never saw each other. And even now already in this thing, there's, and of course, I'm just going to refer to him as space Gandalf. Uh, oh, 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 can't say that one. Can't say that one. Not yet. Um, well, it's, it, we're not going to go beyond that. It's just, <laughs> let's just put it this way. That's been named several different things. That's been named space Sauron. It's been named space Sauron. It's been named space blue wizards. It's been named all of them. So it's, it's just kind of, and it could be none. We're kind of hoping that it's none of those guys. I would absolutely love it. If it was some other actually new character, that's oh, not, I think I know what you're talking about now. I, I would actually prefer if there's a lot of debate on that and people are trying to figure right. out who, what, but we won't know until more episodes. Come I don't out. try I don't try to figure out who what. I just enjoy it and go. And I, I mean, I'll be honest, I enjoyed it. 
I, I'll tell you, I had I watched first one and second one. I enjoyed it. Um, I do feel like there are some scenes that are just like, okay, yeah, you could have done this and this, and but for the most part, I liked it a lot. I, I like it's better than ninety percent of the other shit we got out there, and I enjoy seeing fantasy done right. Yes, um, like it's beautiful. I felt the music was pretty pretty good. I don't know it was quite as good as um, Lord of the Rings, the uh, you know the Fellowship of the Ring and all. And I think honestly, the Fellowship of the Ring and maybe uh, Two Lesser and Two Towers, like are the ones where I feel like the music really just hits the right notes at the right tone and is pretty much perfect. Yeah, I don't get that from uh, the last one as much, and definitely don't from the Hobbit. But I haven't seen the Hobbit many times. To me, these first two episodes were very much world building, character building, setting the scene, setting the stage, and getting everything ready for what's going to happen. And I think that's the reason why they brought out both of these at the same time. And another thing is I feel, and this is the saddest thing about media in general, people say this a lot, is I feel like they they think they have to have a big name attached because I feel like you could have taken what they had here and it could have been its own fantasy series. And I think it would have been fine, better even, because you wouldn't have had people who know the Lord of the Rings lore hardcore, which the average person, of course, has no fucking idea. You would have had them more just like, oh, cool, it's its, its own thing, you know, inspired by. But the, you feel like nowadays they have to have the big name attached or no one's going to watch it. You know, that's why it's all The Witcher, you know, why they're doing the... Uh, Brains up Willow series, you know, mm-hmm. this. They they don't they don't feel like they can get a new property. Hell fucking I hear Aragon's coming back for fuck's sake. Yeah. Because they they need a big name attached to it rather than trying to do their own thing, because no one's gonna watch, you know, some new fantasy series, they think. Will they? I don't know. You're eventually gonna have to try. Every series is new at some point. Yeah, and like I said, a lot of these actors and actresses were pretty brand new. They're not big name type things for the nope. most part. They've done some roles. Let's not be you know, let's not be stupid. But you're not putting like a, a huge named actor on this, and I like that in my opinion. I don't want a huge named actor because I don't want them to be carrying the show per yeah. se. And I feel like they're getting into their roles. I don't necessarily think any of them were perfect, except I mean, visually. The Gladrails were just fucking spot on. At one point, I actually thought that they put, when they did a close-up of her face and her eyes, I was like, that's got to be the original actress type thing. Nope. But, I mean, for the most part, and, and this really got me because people are just like shitting on it beyond belief. And I'm like, there is no reason to shit on this. One, we're two episodes in. Three, this is a story that's never been told. Four, it's a story that hardly anybody knows. And for the fact that we have really not a great reference source material for. We have well, snippets. Well, people also realize is, and, and we talked about this in reference to like Batman and all. The, the story's been told. Now it's become mythology. And honestly, Lord of the Rings has become basically sort of like a, a modern mythology. You're going to get different tellings on certain things. that We've already had. You know, multiple Lord of the Rings movies. Because yep. remember, the right we were just Forbes was just talking about there, the Ralph Bochke versions. 
and oh. then the live action versions. There's been multiple versions already. Yeah. It is sort of a new mythology, and people are going to tell things in a different way. And if you discount it just because it's not, that's not my Lord of the Rings, it's you're going to have a problem at points, unfortunately. It may not be for you because they're not going to make it perfectly perfect to the books, much like you and uh, uh, Ready, Ready Player, Player One. One. Yep, it wasn't exactly this. the Dragonlance fucking animated thing. I don't think either of us enjoyed that very much because no. it was <laughs> not the books, you know. And it, it's going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and it's I'm here to tell you it's okay. We are in the the nerd renaissance where there's going to be lots of stuff for you to like. You don't yeah. have to like everything just because you just because you think you have to. It's because everyone else is. You don't have to like Star Wars everyone else is. You don't have to like New Lord of the Rings everyone else is. You don't have to like any of that. You can just like what you like. You watch a couple episodes? Not for me. Cool. Enjoy. Glad you tried it. There's bound to be something. Watch some more Witcher. They're still... I mean, they had to delay Witcher Season 3, but they're still working on it. Yeah. The Willow series is coming out. Maybe that'll be for you. I don't even know. Maybe it's based... I don't know if it's based off the books they wrote or not. We will see. I will give it a shot, there, at least. I do want everyone to try it, though, because especially with fantasy, more than any other genre, we have to keep keep them knowing that we want good fantasy. Yeah, I think you know? the disappointment with a lot of folks is they didn't need to have... Believe it or not, I was actually looking forward to seeing something that didn't have Hobbits, Galadriel, Elrond. <clears throat> I wanted to actually see no you characters from the movies because there's I would have liked to see Glorfindel, Finrod, Celebrimbor, these guys carried. I would have liked to seen what was going on in the eastern part of Middle Earth and the southern because there's all there's all kinds of different countries and races that are going here's, on. I would have here's liked the to good see, thing is is they have to start with where you know. Much like they feel like they have to start with uh, have to be a, a, a property that already exists to get people in. They have to start where you have a frame of reference. And then if this does okay, they can go and explore more. Yeah, because I would you like know? to see... Uh, I'd I, love to see well, the stuff Jim's... I'm like, cool, this sounds great. Let's watch it all. But I'd love to see... you've got to get everyone in. That's the reality is you've got to have everyone interested in seeing it. Because if you don't, then suddenly... It, it, it can't get the number of... It can't get the money it needs because like, oh, only, you know... Uh, part of a part is going to look at it. Look at Miss Marvel for fucking uh, for Disney Plus. It's a niche of a niche, so it's not going to get the viewing numbers because it is super specific. But they're so big in Marvel now, they can do that once in a while. Yeah, and we want all this fantasy to get big enough so they can do that. They can go as deep as Jim wants, show the other parts of the world, make a cool story. I mean, you're in an ancient time. You don't need to have human characters that they can do whatever they want because they're not going to be around when, you know, fucking heroes show up in Fellowship of the Ring. They're going to be long dead. <laughs> you know, going back to what Jim was saying, that the Easterlings and stuff, I don't know much about them, but they looked cool in, you know, what I saw. And mm -hmm. sure, it would be awesome to see that. But I'll tell you right now that if you were to do, if you would have done an Easterling Rohan series, before you did this, it probably would have not made it, or they you would have, could have never done a made Rohan it all. one. You could have put Rohan. Ro Rohan would have been Rohan's better than noticeable, but yeah, you, you have to you might have to stretch. I don't know who do the Easterlings fight normally. Now they're sure. basing an entire movie on the War of the Rohirrim on Helm Hammer Hand, yeah, a specific uh, character animation? from Rohan. That sounds uh, awesome. 
it's just uh, here again it's not like a just wanted to see the Easterling. I wanted to see you know the origin of the Corsairs, yeah. and it's here. It's almost like they're just uh, they're going to kind of narrow this thing down when they could have made it broader. It's like they want it to be a broad thing, but they're kind of tightening it and narrowing it down, which is a little bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they even still could have had you know, some of these characters as part of it. It's just really weird to say. Why did they have them quite doing that? Then and you understand. Still- they they have to well unfortunately they've kind of uh well some of the guys they've killed uh, yeah there there's guys like they're in the movies that in this show they will be dead and it's like well he miraculously must have come to life I guess Gandalf is not the only guy that comes back to life in Lord of the Rings spoiler <laughs> alert he comes back that's because he stole all the eeps you know he convinced everyone to run so that when he soloed the Balrog he would get all the eeps for himself what's cunning it- really comes down to it if you want to see more fantasy you want to see more cool shit lord of rings you need to start you need to watch this stuff yeah give it a shot give an episode or two a shot like you don't have to watch them together back to back i didn't i've always in the first episode um but i've been like i've been doing with a lot of shows give it a sh- an episode or two you can't just do the pilot because sometimes the pilot's not enough maybe you like it maybe you don't hell i gave uh what was it andromeda a full like eight to ten episodes i was like yeah this is fine, but I don't want to continue watching it. Well, it, my concern for this thing all along was just that, and we keep talking about things like other shows, about The Boys, The Expanse, where some seasons are really, really good, and then other seasons, and they could even be the same writers, and you go, wow, what what the heck happened there? Because it's all crapshoot. Like, it, people it, think, like, because if someone did good once, they're going to do good again. Past performance is no indicator of future performance. It could have been lightning in a bottle. Look at the M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. <laughs> he did like one or two great things, or let's say one great thing, some good things, and then just crap. Because, I mean, sometimes it just happen that way. Yeah. Lightning in a bottle. I get, My fear was that this would be like that final season of Game of Thrones disastrous kind of thing and then end up wiping out a genre, basically. But it looks like they've, they've come back to Game of Thrones and people seem to like whatever the new one is. So I guess the things that might seem dead can actually still be brought back to life if it's decent enough. Yep. Yeah. And we hope we get to that point where fantasy doesn't just die. Because for a while, whenever fantasy had a, sh- a stinker, it would go away for a while. A long while, too. Yeah. And that's why we're, you know... I mean, think about it. I, I think at this point we've seen the pinnacle of fantasy movie. I'd like to be proven wrong, but I mean, any one of the original trilogy of Lord of the Rings is the best fantasy movie out there easily. Yeah, yeah. Second, Willow. You know, I we 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 started talking about this as like, are we ever going to see something good as Lord of the Rings in our lifetime again? And I'm like, I don't Maybe know. Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, like I said, the previous good best one I think is is definitely, in my opinion, Willow. Um, but we're, we still haven't touched the script service. I mean, I feel like there's plenty of room beyond Willow to to make something between the two. But I mean, let's we'll see what we get. Fantasy's so hit or miss. Yeah, there's so many of, are just how how but, lucky they got with somebody like a Viggo Mortensen, where the oh, yeah. guy that, that was going to play him literally at the last minute they had to bring him in, and yeah. he just because of his own personality being humble and everything else and the way he approached the role really made that it could have been a disaster and everybody else could have been just as good. I don't think Stuart Townsend would have been as good by any stretch. That's yeah, the actor that, who replaced. Yeah. 
it's just I all guess the rumors it, are like they didn't have any chemistry with him. It wasn't, and then Vigo came in, and but a lot of movies are like that. If you look at the Aliens, it's another classic. Uh, James Remar was supposed to play the role of Hicks, and they got Michael Bean at the end, and Michael Bean fucking nailed it. Sometimes oh, yeah. you just get lucky like that. I mean, Vigo was great. I mean, they even said like, was it the Swordmaster said that he was one of the most natural swordsmen he's ever seen. Like the the scene where he fucking hits the knife away with his sword was fucking real. Like, I mean, it's it's possible was... that maybe you know in season two a new actor comes for a certain role and they really have the it, you mm-hmm. know, like a Ian McCow or a any of the Vigo those type of folks. I mean, right now I just don't feel like there's anybody in this right here. Um, they just it's kind of very bland. It, it's just understated bland's a fair 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 word i would say understated rather than bland but i get what you're meaning i mean right now i think uh the elrond is probably the most outstated character and he's i mean a much younger elrond so he doesn't fit with my idea of hugo weaving from yeah uh, Lord of Rings. <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of weird because you're like oh that's elrond hugo but, no this is a young elrond but, but like twist your thousands, head. I mean, thousands of years i mean in the past, it's it's hard to wrap your head around. I had around this. You know, it's one thing you've got names recognized. Another thing where unfortunately you've got, you know, they don't resemble who they become. A much more cheerful Elrond. Yeah, you can tell this Elrond hasn't been beat to death yet. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't done the the fight. I mean, look at the the fight in the ba- the battle at the beginning of uh, Fellowship of the Ring. He hasn't yeah. been through that yet. That's got to fucking destroy somebody. Yep. I mean, when we talk about. We don't have time for it, but think about elves and PTSD for how long they've been fighting. Good God. <laughs> um, the one thing, and I wonder if that's maybe something they might touch on here because, spoiler alert, they're heading to Numenor. Sorry, everybody knows that. And one of the things about Numenor and men is that death was considered by, like, Iluvatar, and so that was a gift. The, the curse of immortality is that you see... All like the you see a lot of people die, you know, and you live on and you keep living on. The world starts to die around you, mm-hmm. kind of like what was going to happen to Arwen, right? Aragorn, yep. spoiler alert, he's going to die, and spoiler alert, she's just going to keep living there. Yep, and that's that's they that's why they they were so surprised when the Numenorians said, "Yeah, we don't like this whole death thing." Yeah, fair enough. That's an episode I think uh, uh, obviously Jim's a little more cooler on it than we are, but that's fair. Jim's much more <laughs> into the overall Lord of the Rings lore. And, I mean, well, it was, he was... Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I understand they got to maybe almost entirely ditch the stuff. That's okay. It was more, it was more the technical stuff, like because visuals and that sort of thing. I know people like those. For me, some of my favorite TV shows and movies basically take place in a single room with mm-hmm. zero cinematography and it's just the actors being the really actors, strong yeah. and that's they, i guess I'm, I'm they don't have kinda, those actors here i'm comparing it to that and that's where i get a little bit kind of just disappointed in a way oh one more quick rant if you have a problem with the using a sword to, to throw uh galadriel to murder an enemy but you don't have a problem with Legolas sliding down the fucking trunk of a Lumakill <laughs> in the first movie. You're sliding down a shield in fucking uh, Helm's Deep. Then you have a fucking problem you need to look into, sir or yeah. ma'am. 
look into your problem. It's fantasy, people. It was cool. If someone said, I want to do that in D&D, I'd be like, all right, roll some dice. It's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> it, it's, it's fantasy. You got to just... <laughs> the genre is called fantasy. Come on. <laughs> but all right, yep. guys. Uh, we've got a little bit over time. It's okay. It's all right. Um, we appreciate... Holiday weekend. Yep. Hope you guys don't have to work tomorrow. If you don't have to work tomorrow, good. If you do, I'm sorry. Please be careful. Please be safe out there. Please come back. <laughs> um, Destroyed that. We uh, we want you to come back again. Um, don't forget we'll be back next weekend. Um, I, next weekend, I will pull something out of my sack for somebody. Uh, which Ford Fitch, uh, I still right. have your tank. You just got to figure out time to get it to you, buddy. Um, we're going to send y'all off to Nick's 2709. He only has a few people watching. He's painting up some, uh, terrain right now. Um, so other than that, um, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. False Kathy. <laughs> Good. Night. Let's raid. Stick around and just raid this guy and just give him a good follow. Any little bit helps, guys. 